Yo folks, what's up? It's Todd. Early morning, talking to you right now, so my voice is a little cracky. Sorry about that. It's uh, episode 67 of this sucker. Um, and this, I think this is probably one of the most important podcasts that we've done to date. Um, I talked to my good buddy, Justin Rabinowitz, who I'm sure you guys are familiar with if you've listened to this podcast uh, for any period of time. Uh, he's a real level-headed dude, and this is a time when we need level-headed people. And uh, so we talked through, you know, some of the things going on right now with with the the virus and the economy and keeping your head on straight and some realities and and all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's something that's going to be like kind of a voice of calm and a voice of reason that that it'll, that'll help you um, if you listen to it and, and take this in. Um, again, just wanted to let you guys know we have a bunch of free resources on our Instagram in our Instagram account at Strength Faction and in our on our Facebook page uh, Strength Faction. You know, uh, a book on managing yourself. We have books on program design, um, books on um, on managing yourself as a commercial trainer. So all of these things could be helpful to you right now, and uh, so go get them. I mean, and and in the next coming weeks, we're gonna be putting out some more stuff on program design um, to help you guys out. We're gonna actually like ridiculously discount our. Um, our program design, our overall program design product, uh, Chris's four-week course, like to something ridiculously cheap um, to help you guys out um, and keep giving you free stuff as well. So, uh, hey, love you guys. Stay strong. Stay tough. Keep showing up and doing something every day. In the meantime, uh, let's talk to the good doctor. Confidential professional stuff, man. Walking the streets, it always smell like an onion. But I got the program, my body, soul, land. Make it strong as the wind in Chicago land. And we're getting stronger every day. We're all in the Strength Faction crew. So get your chips and load your hips because our mission is to bring out the best in you, in you, in you. Dr. Rabinowitz, my good What's friend. Going on? Always a pleasure, my man. How are you doing? Oh, me? Personally? Yeah. Yes. I'm great. I'm great, man. Good. All right. I'm so before we... Oh, okay. So never mind. It's the Dr. Justin Rabinowitz show right now. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead and you say what you'd like to say. Before we get into anything serious, I'm going to kick it old school. Are we doing Would You Rather right now? Oh, yeah, buddy. Okay. Let me hear it. What do you got for me? Would you rather be 4-5 or 7-7? Oh, man. They both, if we're being 100% honest, they both present monetary opportunities. They both present that. But if you're looking at it from a longevity standpoint, smaller people tend to live longer. Um, I actually was thinking about that. They do. I was thinking the same thing. Um, I feel like the the top end of wealth, though, at 7.7 could be higher. Oh, for sure. I mean, the best – I mean – they're both going to present you with an interesting life. Uh, I feel like you probably have some better life outcomes as a, as a person that's seven, seven than a person that's four or five. If I'm being honest. Yeah. You know, if, if, if is everything else held constant? Like my proportions are the same. Like my athleticism's the same. Uh, yeah. that, is that yeah. oh, then seven, seven I'm playing in the league, bro. That, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. You got another would one? you would you rather have your flight delayed eight hours or lose your luggage? Delay. That doubt my mind. Um, would you rather have your first child when you're 18 or when you're 40? Fuck. 
well, I'm already almost 34. So um, I actually, it's funny because everything, <clears throat> when Chris and I talk about this, he's, you know, because I, I do want to have kids at some point. I was like, I'll be like 40 when I have kids. He's like, that old? I'm like, yeah. Well, Mike yeah. had kids when he was 41. So that's right. I would, ra- I mean, I don't know. I feel like I would have figured it out when I was 18, but I'd rather do it when I'm, I'm a better person. So 40 is probably better. better hmm. Would you rather own your own boat or your own plane? Plane. Yeah, I agree with that. Plane. Easy. All right. I got more, but let's give me, let's do, let's do more. Give me, give me, let's do, we got two more. Let's do two more. Two more. All right. Would you rather be gossiped about or never talked about at all? Gossiped about. Why? Oh man. If I, I mean, man, if people, if I'm, I'm in people's brains, that means I'm at least doing something. You know what I mean? You're just, you're just negligible that nobody will talk about you. It's just, you're ineffectual. I don't want to do that. I agree. And I always, I, I tell people this on social media and they don't believe me, but I'm not kidding. Like the first time someone like shits on you on social, I literally always say, I always, always say, well, that's good. That means someone actually cares. And they're yeah. like, oh, haha. I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm being serious. Like that means you're putting something that makes people react enough to want to actually respond to it. That's For sure. good. That's I'm a with good you. Um, okay. This is interesting. Would you rather live in Antarctica or in the Sahara desert? I mean, well, that's a tough question. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff that they do on Antarctica. There's a lot of interesting research and interesting scientists and stuff like that. But you're probably a far more isolated in, in the Antarctica than you are in uh, the Sahara Desert. Um, that's a tough call, man. That's I think really I would choose. I think I'd, if I need to be hot or cold, I'd rather be hot. I'd rather be cold than hot, quite honestly. If we're going based on that, if that is our determining criteria, I'm going to Antarctica. I'd rather be cold than hot any day of the week. Mm. All right. That's where we differ. Hmm. Well, then. All right. I think so, that's a nice warm-up. Good warm-up. Look at you coming in and just running the show. My Pretty God. Well. Well, what do you, I mean, we got to come with something here. We do. We do. It's good. To, it's good. I, you know what? I like that. I like that you took the handle and you, and you led through that. So good for you, buddy. Appreciate you. Got to bring the heat. I like it. All right. What are we talking about? I mean, obviously you got stuff. You got, well, stuff. well, we're in a, a crazy time right now. Right. I, mean, I didn't notice. <laughs> we're in the middle of uh, when is this going to be released? Like tomorrow today? I'll probably do it tomorrow or sunday yeah all right so we're in the middle of the covid epidemic pandemic i don't even know what it's called it's anymore pandemic. um so technically so you know we've obviously been chatting but i hope that in this situation maybe we could bring some perspective that you know we've learned from maybe our mentors or that we've read on that can sure. give somebody else something that they can take with them um, i think would be would be really really good Let's so do that. The first thing that I was going to talk about the, you know, I read it to my team today in our meeting. Um, my Monday, I send an email to my, to my list every Monday. And this, this Monday, it's about lessons in leadership. And the first thing that I wanted to, to talk about is, you know, leadership is not just if you are the CEO of a business or if you're the head coach, you know, leadership comes in many forms. So maybe someone listening here, they might be the head of their household and might have their wife or two kids kind of looking up to them right now. Sure. Um, and that's leadership. Um, or maybe you're the leader of your friend group and people are looking for you or, or maybe in your family. And so 
don't just think that being a leader at this point today and through this thing becomes only about if you have a, a title in front of you. You know, we all, uh, everyone's looking to be led in some capacity. And, and even if you don't have the title, still understand that this applies to you. Sure. So there's basically three things that I've understood that I've taken from the people that I look up to as good leaders through this period so far. Number one is they're calm. So you can only make good decisions when you're calm. You know, once you go, once you kind of get worked up, your decision-making process goes out the window and it compounds the problem. So something I learned about is second order consequence. So the first order consequence is we have a problem, but the way you react to it will create another problem if you do it incorrectly. And so staying calm allows you when you need to be the most calm now, because this is where making decision, the decisions matter the most. And if you are in a position where you cannot keep yourself calm, you cannot make sound decisions for yourself, for your business, for your clients, for your family. So that's number one is, is the ability to keep calm that I've seen. Number two is understanding that this is temporary. Out of every leader that I've talked to that, you know, and different types of leaders. I've talked, we talked about my CFO a little bit, other business owners, you know, a guy like Dave Ramsey, who, you know, a lot of people know the thing that they harp on over and over and over is to remember that this is temporary. For sure, man. Most people freak out because they think this is it, right? If you go back in time, let's go back to, oh, 2000, the dot-com bubble. It was temporary. 9-11, really terrible. And, and, and from an economic and financial perspective, a lot of people lost jobs and money. It came back. 08, financial crisis, it came back. Every single time, it's always come back. This is a moment in time that is temporary. And take a 30,000-foot view and understand that what we're going through, you just have to get through it. Mm-hmm. And then you can make process progress from there. And then the third thing um, is taking massive action. So it's very easy, you know, I've seen you guys in strength faction, instead of just sitting back and kind of waiting how it plays out, going on the offensive, making sure that you're out there for your clients, being a leader for the people in the group, for the gym members, taking action. You know, right now it's about some, there is a, there is something kind of just doing because everyone needs that a little bit, right? Like even my team talking to them today, it's very easy for us to kind of shut it down a little bit because there's not a ton going on. I'm kind of turning it up because yeah, what dude. the fuck else are they going to do? You know, uh, what are we going to do? I'll be honest with you. I've been more fucking tired the past few days than I've been in a long time. It's like, you know, I think that's one of the things that I posted a thing on social media the other day or yesterday. It's like, this isn't the time to treat this like a vacation. This yeah. is like, because the reality is it's like, I don't mean to sound cold or harsh when I say this, but like, this is going to, um, this is going to trim the fat a little bit in the fitness industry. And if you're sitting on your loins, you're fucked, bud. Like you're not going to come back. Like you got to be out there. Now, I, when I say that, I don't mean like, cause I've been feeling a lot of questions about like, how do I get online? What do I want to do about this? How do I make this? It's like, no, 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 Calm down. What, what happens is you're going to come up with a temporary solution for your in-person clients. They are still in-person clients. Now you have a whole new level of service that you can present to them, which is more value for them. And if you want to, you can use to bring in more in-person clients or use as a service that when this is all over, you have another revenue stream for your business. And, and I think that that's the right way to look at it. Like you might take it on the chin for the next 
month, six weeks, two months. But like, dude, like you can't plan as if like, how do I get online? I got to be online. It's like, and, and you know, the thing that Chris and I are talking about is like, cause that's just, you've read blue ocean strategy. No, it's like there's blue oceans and there's red oceans. So like red ocean is like, everybody's doing that same goddamn thing. Like there's blood in the water. You're going to get eaten by the shark. Blue ocean means like you're creating something new. And the, the example that Chris used today was the guys from square, you know, like the little thing you plug into your iPad and take sure. He's saying about how that guy was like, that came from artists at like art shows. All they could take was cash. And like these people need a way to take electronic payments. So he was in a very, 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 very blue ocean there. And that's the way that I think people have to look at this. Cause it's like, if you're just going to keep putting up uh, videos of your kettlebell exercises, it's not going to help you. So, I mean, the thing is, is thinking about the solutions for your clients that you really need and then they really need. And then, you know, this isn't going to be, this isn't permanent. You got to be ready to, for when it comes back open and, you know, and, um, you know, one of our strength faction business coaching members was asking about that. Is like, how do we do this? And it's like, what do you think the best thing to do is? I think I said, the best thing to do is to take care of your clients and then think about what's going to happen when you reopen and how you're going to get after it and start playing for that now, you know? Yeah. And even as you're saying that, as I'm thinking into the fitness industry and, and, you know, I, sometimes I feel like I know that industry almost better than mine because I've been around it for so long, like in different gyms and I've seen so many different ones, you know, you start thinking about in the sales process, like when a client comes in or when a client's with you and they go, they travel a lot or they're going away for a month and what do they do? They put their membership on hold. Yeah. So, you know, now I'm thinking about it in your, in your process of what you go through is like, and one of the things that we do for our clients, understanding that they might travel and they might go away is we have a full online platform. And what I mean by that is maybe the, the workouts that you're probably already recording on live stream that most gyms are doing right now without a lot of equipment with minimal equipment at a hotel gym. Now you bake it into your process. So it's like, you're like, it's almost so net you, so now you don't have, they don't have that excuse to say, I'm going to put this on hold because I'm traveling for a month. It's like, no, no, no. This is part of what we do. We know yeah. you're going to go away. Exactly. You know? So here we have 12 workouts for you to do. One yeah. has dumbbells. One has nothing. One has, and there's progressions in it and everything like that. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So, this, it's like, that's, I mean, that's the thing. You said it, man. Like if you can stay calm and see the problems that you can solve and just communicate and be there for people and help and like literally just help, you're going to come through this all right. And that's, and that's where you got to look at it. It's like, if you're like, if you, if you go inward in, in times like these and you, and you really just start thinking about yourself, that's when shit gets worse. But when you just like decide, all right, well, I'm going to step up. I'm going to make sure that as many people as I can get through this. All right. You're going to be all right. And the other part too, is to think about during a time like this, what people actually need. Exactly. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and we talked about on our meeting today, you know, cause we're doing some online telehealth type stuff and, and Ashton, uh, he made a great point. He's, he's a chiropractor with us. He said today, like one of our clients who works out with a personal trainer, he, it wasn't about the workouts for us today that he did. It was that he had something on the schedule. You know, yeah. people are so used to being scheduled to do this, to do this, to do this. They crave that. Absolutely. So part of it is uh, who cares if they don't have a kettlebell? Who cares if they don't have a band? Like the fact that you're telling them that at nine o'clock we're doing this or at six o'clock tonight that we're doing this, like 
that's the part of it that they that that's, they need and they crave. And that's the thing is like that's one of the big problems that we're going to help solve for people is our you know Wes Show Walter. He came up like with he, his template that he's using for his group classes right now online, and it's brilliant about how like hey if you have if you have body weight if that's all you have here's what we're going to do. You have a backpack. We'll figure this out. You have some equipment. Here's what you're going to do. And he's just managing the whole thing. And it's, he's fucking good, dude. He, he it's going to be brilliant. We're going to put it out and really help people with it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you just, this is the chance to get creative. And the thing is, is like a lot of folks I don't think are, and it's, and I'm not saying that to be a dick, but it's like, if you're not like, go get the help. Don't sit there on your loins. Like there's going to be people putting stuff out that are going to help you and you need to use it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, there's opportunity here. Don't sit back and just, uh, cause I fear for like mostly for commercial trainers. Like, well, I can't com- train my clients in the gym. I'm of no value now. It's like, no, <laughs> you keep, you got to keep checking in, get on help as much as you can do whatever you can for them right now. Exactly. Cause they need it too. Like beyond you, like they need it, you know? Yeah. And then the other part too, um, that's different than the 08 situation is, at that time, it was economically, people were in a very, very bad spot. In this sure. situation, the people that are in a bad spot, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, most likely aren't your clients. No, they're not. And that's, and that's economically, like before this, the economy was great, you know? And, and so it's not that like in 08, may, people may legitimately not have had the money to be able to afford to do it during a downtime. No. For the most part, not everyone, but the ones that are going to a gym and paying a few hundred bucks a month, are probably still employed right now. For sure they are. Yeah. And so they have the money, they have too much time. If you create a solution for them, they're, they're you know, this is different. This is very different than it's been in the past. It is. And, and that's the thing is like, um, I, I, it's just, a, I just hope this makes us so much more efficient. And I know this is kind of a sidebar, but I just hope it makes us so much more efficient. Cause it's like, I think this pulls out the waste of like what we can get done. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's, I think that's the thing to not freak out about is, you know, folks, folks need something. They need you. They need a solution and just keep with it and just stick with it. And like, let that, I mean, even I don't, I hate that people are scared and I hate people that are people having some anxiety and stuff. But at some level, I don't think it's such a bad thing. Cause it's like, use that to act, like do yeah. something, just do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think it's good to surround yourself with, different types of people, but like I laugh, you know, Dell six thirty in the morning in this time. And I love it. It's like, for me, I'm worried about the business. She's sending me pictures of houses. She's like, we should buy this house. I love it. Like, it's like, she doesn't, even, it's just like, whatever, like, let's just go. And it's like, she's like, yeah, want to be cheaper soon. I'm like, you're not wrong. Like you're not wrong. And it might be, so it's good to have people out there in your, in your oh. circle that are just like completely different than, than you. A little bit. That's for sure, man. You know, that is, that's awesome. Cause it's like, this isn't permanent. Like we're going to be okay, man. And the thing is, is like, you know, even about the virus is like, we'll be okay. Like it's, it's, there's good, it's going to be hard on some folks and we have to help the folks that need help, but like, it's going to be okay. We figured out way worse shit than this way worse shit, dude. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. um, you know, something else that, well, a couple of things. So Mike Waldron, I'll give him a shout out. He's, he's my CFO and, and he actually mostly works with gym owners. And so yeah. I spoke to him about two or three hours ago. He is, he told me today, I think he's about 40 clients that are gym owners. So he's, he's, I said, he's been on the phone for three weeks straight with people. Good. Um, you know, one of the things he talked about was 
and he always preaches as number one is cash cushions. You know, he's always been like, you got to have a cash cushion. And this is the reason why. Yeah. The second thing that he said in conjunction with that, he's like, listen, you know, the demographic of gym owners that I work with are mostly young. So they started working just like you and I, we were just kind of getting started in the world in 08. Yeah. We didn't, we never really, you know, we're 34. Most gym owners are our age or younger. Very few are older than us. So nobody in our age bracket kind of owned a business or, or knew life in 08. So this is the first crisis that we've all sort of kind of dealt with. We haven't got punched in the mouth yet, man. We haven't got punched in the mouth. I mean, we experienced a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like we, you know, we saw 9-11. We saw the 08 crash. We might have seen people in it, but it wasn't us as much. Um, yeah. So it's, it's also something to realize. And, you know, Dell and I were talking today when we were walking. It's almost like now the lesson to me is you have to just think about it that every 10 years, shit's going to hit the fan. Right. We had the dot com bubble in the early 2000s. Then we had 9-11 right after that. We had the 08 crash. And now we're in 2020, 20, you know, and we have this. It's basically be ready because once a decade, it's inevitable. Some shit's going to happen. You better, yeah, be ready, you better be ready. I, I think there's a lot of things to, 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 to take it from this that are just like as fucked up as this all is from a lot of different standpoints. And I, I will say. Man, like, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want anybody to, to get sick. I don't want that. I, I really don't. Like, I really wish that this hadn't happened to anybody. Like, but the reality is, is like, this is where you can forge the better parts of yourself and you just find out, man. Like, it's like, I was talking, I've been saying this all fucking week is stress reveals character. And it's like, when you see this shit happen and you like, and you like take, sit back and observe yourself. Like, how am I handling this? What am I doing? And you can really prove the better parts of yourself when you do this. And it's like, I know it's scary. I know it's uncertain. I know it's unfine. But like, that's the shit where it's like, okay, well, stop thinking about yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? And go put as much out into the world as you can that's positive. And I'm not saying that just from like a, a woo-foo, new age, I'm kind of a, a emotional type of way. It's like, that is, that is your longevity, man. Like, and, and <laughs> a sidebar that might be slightly humorous is like, I just hope this teaches people how to shop for groceries and shit and save money. Like that's like sincerely dude. Like you don't, so you're say, saying that Dell going to the grocery store every day is a bad idea. I do like have a fucking freezer, have a freezer and put some money away every month. Like, you know, like I'm not going to sit here and tell you I have a bunch of money, but I have money put away and it's yeah. like, you have to, like, I don't care what you make live below your means and put something away. Like yeah. you have to. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. What, what are your other to points? That, to that, well, to that point, as you were talking about, when you're the most kind of stressed, it reveals what where you are in the world a little bit. And, you know, the, the term that I've heard in the past is a war a wartime general versus a peacetime general. Fuck yeah, dude. It's I'm way very, better. I'm better at the wartime shit. I, I mean, generally, that's what they say. That's where, you know, people kind of make their money a little yeah. bit, right? You see, you see the people that, when when uh, when shit hits the fan, that's when it really needs to step up. And I think we are everyone is is always, especially if you're an owner of a business or a CEO, people are looking for you for leadership. But especially in this situation, even Fuck more, yeah, they are. They're looking for you for some help. They're looking for you for guidance. And and the better and more calm you can stay, um, 
you know, the better off everyone is going to be. Well, I think the thing about that is too, is like, you know, I, I said to the, I said to Mike and Chris, I sent them a text yesterday or the day before. And I was like, man, it's like, as fucked up as this sounds, like I feel such a sense of purpose right now. Like, I feel like I know what I have to do. I have to support people. I have to do this. And it's been like, I've been electric, like since this whole started and just trying to make sure that everybody's all right. Like I got people that depend on me to eat, man. Like I got to make sure that things are, are taken care of. And, um, and the other part of that is, is like, there is another aspect of where it builds, you know, cause normally, you know, I sleep pretty well. I don't have problems sleeping. But the other night, you know, I laid there till midnight, you know, and things some stirred and I was by the morning, I was fine. I woke up and I got after it and I did what I had to do. But it was like, you know, there's that there's aspect of like, okay, you know, within all of this hustle, within all of this bustle, and I'm actually cool with using the word hustle right now. Within all of this, like there has to be take some minutes for yourself. I like I was when we got on, you said you just went for a five mile walk with Dell, like that made me happy. Like, mm-hmm. You got to, you got to take care of yourself and all of this or, or, or it'll eat you alive and you're coming out at the end of it, beat the fuck up, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, I hear what you're saying. And, um, so I think the next step of the conversation for me is, um, my thing with my team, I said, this is temporary. We'll get through this. We just got to survive. Sure. But the problem that we are going to have and that everyone is going to have is if they stay in survival when this finishes like so my job is to figure out how we can hit the ground running once things go back to normal because let's just say that um april may let's just say april may june second quarter is a disaster for everybody and they just and best case scenario you survive right but then let's now let's go it drags into third quarter and third quarter even though we're back to normal it's september october november whatever around the august september october you know what i mean and you're now you're still not doing so well and now it's like you know i was a baseball player that's like you know bringing your bad at bat into the field and then you make an error right and so that's part of that i'm super aware of not letting that happen because people are going to feel the effects of this even when it's over and so i'm very very hyper aware of that happening which means that if you have the time and you are shut down, what are the things that need to happen? Is it like in our case that we need to really have a good plan and marketing system in place? Do we need to improve our sales process? Um, how are we going to keep in touch with the people that that day when we can go back to normal, the, what are the, who are the 50 people that we can call in my business and get them back in and not have to wait until October? So yeah. what has to happen so that when things are normal, we can kind of hit the ground running and not, you know, let this carry over. I think that's, I mean, I think that's a, a great point. It's, uh, I think the way that you could phrase that question is what are the things that, that operating was preventing you from doing mm-hmm. because you have the time to do them now. You're not in the business operating. What can you do if you're a business owner, you know, and that same thing goes, if you're just a personal trainer on, you know, working at a commercial gym, what you're working all those hours, you had ideas. What was that preventing you from doing? You know, I mean, do heck, it. I don't even care if you're a stay-at-home mom and you listen to this podcast because sure. you, you train with Todd. Like, you're, you know, I'm, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're busy. Like, you're dropping the kids off and then you're trying to go to the gym and then you're picking the kids up and then you're cooking dinner and then you're doing this and then doing that. None of that's happening right now. So what are the things that you didn't have time for before that you actually can do right now? I think that's, yeah, man. I mean, I, I hope this, there's part of me that's like, maybe this will slow people down and give them a little perspective. Too. And especially you know I mean? where you, your gym is and where 
oh, fuck yeah, practices. We, it's, it's a million miles an hour. People are nuts here, man, just all the time. And it's like, is this necessary? You know? And so I, I hope it maybe gives people some, I, I hope it makes people like, I literally, I hope we come out healthy. I really do. I hope we come out healthy. I hope people, um, learn a bit more about themselves and what is important and what isn't. I hope we become more efficient as a culture and I hope we get closer together. Like, I think that's like, if we can come out and do that, man, I think this will be, that'll be getting on the other side of it. I just really hope it does. Cause it's like quite honestly, and maybe this is just because, you know, it's probably because I have a skewed view of, of who I get to interact with on a day, but it's like, most of what I see is people trying to take care of each other. Like, sure, there's the silly being scared and going buying toilet paper and paper towels and shit like that. But, like, I will tell you, I think I could be wrong. In most instances, you know, those people that bought all that shit, if someone really needs it, they would give it to them. You know what I mean? Sure. So I, I, I think we'll come out better in that way. I really do. I, I hope. I hear, yeah. So what's, what do you got for us next? Last, last point that I have, um, again, talking to Mike. He talked about how, listen, you know, we have a major pandemic health scare in this country. And if you're in the fitness industry or in your, you know, even my industry, that when this goes back to being normal, people are going to be more aware of their health. Just like on January 1st, people all of a sudden think about their health. Uh, it'll only be temporary because we're humans and that's what happens. However, this could be an opportunity where it might be your biggest growth opportunity. And it's not to say, that I'm promoting like COVID's training. Like this is not, this is not what we're talking about, but if we truly believe out there, I believe it in our, my practice. And I know the gym owners believe it, that you have something to offer people. If this is what gets them to kind of take a look at themselves and say, this matters, then use it. Well, I mean, here's the fucking reality. Like, I honestly don't care if this sounds harsh or cold. People that are obese have a higher risk of dying from this disease. It, it is harsher on them. It's like that. I hope that's a wake up call for a lot of people that don't take care of themselves the way that they should. And, and, you know, I think I'm not saying that we need to be harsh with that message or shameful or anything like that. Like I, I don't condone that, but it's like, I hope it's a wake up call for folks that aren't taking care of themselves. I really do. And, I, and they can find places like ours and, and doctors like yours and, and, you know, grow from this. But it, that's, I mean, I, I love that. I love that bright spot from, from Waldron. Like that's, that's a, because people aren't thinking that way right now, man. Most people are not thinking that way. They're just scared shitless, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think best case scenario for people in this situation that if you can, if you, if you can come out of this situation week by week and break even somehow in, you know, in, uh, on the balance sheet, break even somehow. I mean, that's like winning the Super Bowl. Now you got to fight. That's it. Like there's like, I, I'm, I'm all for, most of the time, you know, being even keeled and stuff like that and being calm in this situation, but motherfucker, you got to swing like you, this every day is a game right now. And it's like, you have to play it that way. And if you don't, you know, you're fucked. Like I already texted Chris today. I was like, Hey man, uh, hope you can give up some time on Saturday and Sunday this week because we need to do that. Like that's where we're at right now. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, another Waldron thing, you, you know, he usually gives us, he goes, usually we talk, monthly quarterly yearly progression progressions right now or budgets he's like now we're literally going week by week you know budget this week budget next week what's the budget in three weeks what's the budget in a month we'll reach what do people April. need right now yeah what do you yeah. need right now that's where you are 
you got to shrink it, man. And, and that's the thing is like, uh, and we've, we've been coaching our, our business coaching clients. It's like, listen, you got this time. You know what you need to act on right now. Get those priorities narrowed down and get after them. Don't abandon your quarter two plans. Don't totally abandon them. Keep them. Make sure that you know what you're going to act on in the case that this is over. And then you can get back to what you need to do. But it's like each day sometimes, man, you just got to show up. And like, what is the most impactful thing I can do today? And then yeah. just keep keep doing it. And it's just like, that's how you stay in the fight, man. Yeah. And then the last thing that I have as I'm thinking about it, for you guys out there that do have you know teams that work with you, even if it's one person, two, three, four, um, most likely you probably won't be face-to-face with them as much right now. So you really need, I think, to over-communicate with them. Yeah. Over-communicate. Be annoying. Show up every day. Yeah. Show up every day. And that's... You know, show up every day. You know, because people feel like, you know, uh, even like our clients are coming into the gym, you know, right now, like we're still open. And our clients are like, well, I come here and I go home. And that's all I do right now. It's like people need interaction. They need something, man. So like make sure just from like a human standpoint, like of, of helping other people out, like that's your chance. Like if you do nothing else to be a leader right now, that is a super impactful thing. Super impactful thing. People appreciate the shit out of it. I have a lady right now who I'm doing rehab. She had a frozen shoulder and she plays tennis. So I said, part of your homework is if you can't go and play, is you need to take your tennis racket and do 25 forehands, backhands, and overheads because I don't want you to lose the range of motion yet. She's like, oh. So she messaged me. She said, my ceilings are too low. I said, go in your driveway. And she's like, oh, that's going to be entertaining for the neighbors. I was like, good, because they need to be entertained. Tell them I, tell them I said, I'm well, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. That's awesome. Oh, uh, what do you, let's, uh, how, like, so how would you package up everything that we just talked about? Package it up. Calm. 30,000 foot view and you got to be calm. One of the things I often ask myself and it's when I give advice to people, I said, what, what, what advice, if you could give you advice, what would you say? Yeah. Cause the shit we tell ourselves is usually wrong, but Generally, when we kind of give advice to whether it's our spouse or our kids or our, or our team, it's, it's more level-headed. We can see it unemotionally. And so if you could give you advice, what would you say? And most of the time, it wouldn't be freak the fuck out. It's never that. So I think sometimes we've got to take a step back and almost give ourselves the advice that we would give someone else. Beautiful. I'm gonna, I don't have anything to add to that. I think that's exactly it. I, honestly, dude... I think I, I thank you because I, I, I'm being some, as sincere as I can when I say it's like, I think this is the, the podcast that people need to hear right now. It's so thanks. I, I mean, this is your doing. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Um, let's end it. Thanks, Doc.